0: It's the best, the best, the best of Jim and Chelsea. Listen live weekdays from 6 to 10 on New Country One O three one. So what
1: is that one time you actually found yourself being jealous or envious of something that your kid was doing? We've all, if you're a parent, you've been there. Oh, yeah. 855 400 And actually, what got me to trigger to think of this is something you emailed me the other night about, uh, what, crabs or something like that? Oh,
2: yeah. What went on there? So jealous. So, my mom. Well, I was I was born in Maryland, but my mom is like born and raised in Maryland. So, every once in a while, this woman just gets a huge like she wants the Maryland blue crabs. She wants to do the big old crab eating situation. Picnic outside, yeah, all the things which we normally do, um, you know, with them. And so I was all excited, you know, big crab, had it in the calendar, we're ready, we're prepared. My parents, like, ordered a bunch of crabs from Maryland um, that got, like, shipped here, you know, like, overnight or whatever. And somehow they got the dates messed up with when Bo and I could come over and and be there. And so they're like, all right, great, you know, um, crabs on Thursday. I'm like, no, it's crabs on Tuesday. They're like, no, it's crabs on Thursday. I'm like, "Nah." So... <laughs> <laughs> wait, 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 wait. So,
1: it was, they they brought him in early?
2: They brought him in late. Okay. They messed up. I was so mad. I was like, oh, now we're going to miss the crabs. And Caden's like, my oldest son is, well, I'm available. Oh, oh, yeah. God. Bo and Chelsea and the kids might not be able to go, but I, I can be there. And I'm like, well, that seems really unfair. Wow. And what? And well, he's stepping up. There's going to be a lot of crabs. Apparently, like, you're not gonna. You guys aren't going to be there. None of them. But don't worry, Caden will be there. And right. I'm just like, well, this seems very unfair. So <laughs> we're not able to make it because we had plans like we'd already committed to. So Caden goes over there.
1: Did you have to drive him over?
2: Yeah. Oh, that
1: hurts even worse. It was painful. Oh, that
2: hurts even worse. Oh my God, my God, enjoy. <laughs> don't let this car door hit you on your way out. <laughs> let me drive and you over. Then, and then, you know, so he goes to my parents. They have this whole, like, crab feast and everything. And, you know, like, afterwards, I was like, so how were they? He's, oh, my God, Mom, they were so good. They were the best ones we've ever had.
1: Oh, yeah, absolutely the best. Of match. course they are. I'm absolutely. like, this kid has
2: no social cues whatsoever. No, he clearly, does. He just refuses to use them. Clearly see that I'm hurting here. <laughs> He's like, oh, God, they were the best crabs I've ever had. Oh, God, they're so good. You know what, Mom? God, do we have any lemons at home? I really need to get the crab smell off my fingers. Oh, my so God. So if we have any lemons at home that I could scrub with, that'd be great. I'm, yeah, here's some bleach, Kaden. Make sure you drink it, too. Uh, it'll, get you, get, it'll get you all through the insides. It'll really help rincey, with it. Rinsey, rinsey. It'll really help with that crab well, smell. How about this?
1: Was Giant there, Was there a moment where he's like, here, Mom, I brought you back a little no. doggy bag no. that you could know? No. Okay.
2: No. I didn't want their crabs.
1: Yes, you did. <laughs> My mom, my
2: mom and Kane are both like, well, you can go eat some the next night. I'm like, no. They're, no. Not do
1: no. You mean she was going to save some back? And yeah.
2: You- I don't want your second-day hand-me-down crabs. Yes, you do. I don't want your leftover rejected crabs. Yes, you do. No. They're the ones that you're like, no, that one's not probably good. We'll save that for Chelsea. <laughs> uh-uh. Nope. You can't look at a crab and go, yeah, that one's not –
1: yeah, that doesn't look like it
2: tastes good. Yes, you can. That one's not meaty. Look at that one. Skinny. That one was on a diet when it's, we got it. It's a
1: gaunt him. crab. That
2: one was a vegan. <laughs> okay. A vegan crab. Whatever.
1: Wow. Either way. That's going to be kind of, kind of tough to pull off in the ocean. It's fine.
2: Anywho. So, we got really glad Caden crab <laughs> night. It's awesome.
1: The fact that you drove him over has just got to, I mean... Fine, get get
2: out. Get out, enjoy. (laughs) You couldn't, like, sneak in and just get one and... No, No, I need to commit. Oh, no. I post up for, like, hours when it comes to, like, eating crabs. Oh, yeah. Oh,
1: yeah. I know, but just, like, go out and get one and... No. So you're bitter about the whole thing. I'm not bitter. Oh, really?
2: I'm fine. I really like that. I don't want
1: that day-old crab. That's probably the one you rejected.
2: Uh, And then it's, like, the best is, like, my dad, like, you know, when they get the... (laughs) It's, like... We like, you know, when you drop them off, it's like my dad's, like, carrying the box and, God, oh, these are, Caden, come help me with this. We got so many. God, this box is huge. Why don't Why don't you invite some of your friends over? And they'll eat with us. <laughs> hey, do me a favor. Go into the garage and get the hand dolly. We're going to have to wheel this to the
1: backyard. God, this
2: thing is heavy. Charles, can you give us a hand? No, eat it, Taylor family. Bye. I'm,
1: I think I'm going to have to call two men in a truck. That's, I mean, this is really heavy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I actually feel bad for you. Thank you. <laughs> I don't think
2: I've ever experienced this feeling. Oh, I was so utterly pissed. <laughs> I'm like, hey, guys. <laughs> hey, mom. Hey, dad. You guys own a calendar, right? I mean, we all do. A lot of people own calendars. So when you say. Comes with a phone. Tuesday. I put my calendar Tuesday. I know Thursday starts with a T. I can see where that can be confusing to you. Right. However. Both to have re- To the rest of us, Tuesday is not Thursday. I, I Tuesday am- is not the new Thursday.
1: I am very shocked because Kaden knows that he could have gone for mega points. Had he bringing you, had he brought you just a little bit left? I mean, he could have scored. He could have. He could have scored a car. I don't want your leftover. <laughs> Listen. Don't, don't bring me that I crap. God, no. I'm I'm just as bitter as this little crab, no, I which want, doesn't taste I don't, good. I don't want
2: that. Eight five five. I want the whole experience. It's about the experienced him. The whole experience. 855-400-945.
1: Call or text right now. What was one instance where you actually found yourself envious, (laughs) dare I say jealous, slash bitter, of your kids? Yeah, whatever. (laughs) I don't care. Call or text.
0: And now, back to Tim and Chelsea on New Country 1031. Every
1: parent has been jealous or envious of their kids at some point. You're still gonna like, wow, that's really cool. You get to do that. And I. What a neat life you have. I don't. It's so amazing. Oh, you're going to a blue crab feast over at uh, Grandma and Grandpa's? Okay, let me. Since I can't go, I'll drop you off, which hurts even worse. Oh, please, no, no. Don't bring me back any doggy bags. I'm fine. <laughs> which is what happened to Chelsea uh, last week. And who texted in what about the crabs?
2: Oh, somebody. Oh, Laura was like, doesn't matter. Nobody wants sloppy seconds. It's <laughs> like, exactly.
1: So you would have turned down the doggy bag anyway. I don't want it. No. away from away from me. Not not in my house. No, I want the whole experience. Well, I I mean I will tell you this. Um, as I've been talking about our kids uh, schedules like you know, one went to Tennessee, one went to Daytona. you know they one's going to Boston the other one's going to Iowa. well, I'm not really jealous of that. but um, you know, I'm just sitting there going, this is the coolest summer ever for you two. Yeah, like
2: ever. You guys are really living the dream. Like, you guys
1: are actually... Neat, you guys actually are racking up frequent flyer miles as teenagers. I'm a grown adult with frequent flyer. I don't have any. Your kids have been doing a lot of cool stuff this but summer. Let, let us keep driving you to airports. That's fine. We'll just keep shelling out the money. Yeah. <laughs> actually, Karen and I have deemed this the uh, the summer of hemorrhaging money. At some point, you just go, whatever.
2: You just open the door. Just keep going. Let, let the wind take it.
1: Have you not gotten any money from us? Oh, there you go. That's There you go. So what was the one time that you were actually jealous or envious of something that your kids were doing?
2: All right, text coming in on the text line. Actually, somebody texted and said, my younger son got to go to Rib Roundup this year, and I did not. So I was <gasps> so very pissed and oh, jealous. Ah, oh, God, that hurt. That oh. one hurts. Wow. I, I don't love that for you. I get that. That's not awesome. How does that work out? I know, right? Well, they won tickets or something, or you, and you didn't get to go? Oof. Uh Jane said, oh, the one time I was jealous was when my daughter went on their senior class trip. They went to London and Paris. Right? Yeah. Did you do a senior trip? Yeah, ours was in the Bahamas. My okay. Senior, my senior trip was in the Bahamas.
1: Because our senior class did squat. In fact, we didn't even like each other. We did nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Where They were just like, all the the Zaverian brothers were like, uh, here's your diploma. Uh, that's not my name, brother. Who cares? Just get off the stage.
2: Timothy, My name uh, is Timothy. Timothy. I mean, like,
1: I have a niece that her senior trip is to Aruba. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's a, You're going to Aruba. My seniors just are just like, uh, you guys want to go into Worcester? I think that's fine. <laughs>
2: you guys want to go tear it up? <laughs>
1: There's a pool hall over there. We can uh, we can hang out there for I think it stays weekend. open
2: until 1. But I mean,
1: like these cla- the senior class trips senior are Senior ins- class trips are pretty. Amazing. They're insane yeah, right London now. Yeah, going to
2: Paris. That's that's pretty legit. Paris for your senior trip. I mean, come on. I've never even been to Paris. I'm <laughs> over 40. Right. I'm like, "Oh, uh, yeah, I haven't even been to Paris." I, I mean, seriously, the the fact that you Do you're- you really appreciate it when you're 18? <laughs> no, no. You can't. I feel like I would appreciate it much more now. You know what would happen? 18.
1: All right, say Shaughnessy's senior class trip is to Paris. What I'll do is I'll take her ticket, and I'll be like, you can't appreciate it. You're too young. What I'll do is I'll go for you. I'll take a lot of pictures and videos, and then I'll just show you how cool Paris is. Then when you get older, you can go.
2: Now That sounds like something a really good dad
1: would do. Right. I also didn't think that through because that means I'm hanging out with a bunch of teenagers for a week. So that's... that.
2: That sounds like hell. All right.
0: <laughs> this is Tim and Chelsea on New Country 103.1.
2: For the
1: record, Karen and I differed in this decision. And actually, I was, I was talking to my brother, he sided with Karen last night.
2: So, right, what do we got? What do we got? So, uh, Where I can, can I get involved?
1: Well, I, I posted the uh, picture on my personal <laughs> Facebook page. Uh, Jonah had the regional Junior Olympic track meet. This weekend, the entire weekend down in Miramar, and don't forget, he was recovering from bronchitis. Right. Which those two really don't mix that well.
2: Well, right, bronchitis Bron- in the lungs and running track. Uh, and
1: yeah. Yes. So um, I had him checked out, um, and uh, the uh, the nurse said that his lungs were feeling they, they sounded really good. Maybe a little residual junk in his upper right lung, but you know he should be okay. All right, so. We went down and we, you know, basically in a nutshell, his times were just all over the place. All right. Because when you watch him run the events, you could see on his face, he physically couldn't breathe. Like he would come down. His mouth was open to the point where it looked like um, it looked like a large mouth bass chasing a worm. So he was Uh, running and
2: literally gasping for air. Yeah, he was gasping for air.
1: And I kept telling him, like, listen to your body. If your body's saying no, pull yourself out, this, that, and the other thing. And he's like, no, 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 I got it, I got it. I'm like, you don't look like you got it. But I go, you know, you're getting to the point where you're basically an adult and you can make your own decisions. But, you know, you got to weigh your options because I said what you don't want to do is cause permanent damage. Then you're screwed. Right. So... Yesterday he gets to the point where he was uh he had two last events. I mean he only ran four for the whole weekend, but he had two last events. It was the eight hundred, which is twice around the track, and then the four x four, which is a relay, which is once around the track. Okay. He does the eight hundred, and he's giving it his all. Um and he crosses the finish line, boof, face down on the track.
2: He like just, he fell.
1: He just he just stopped and went and he hit the track. So he was it hitting he didn't collapse. He stopped running and then just went down on the track. Does that make sense?
2: Well, okay. It sounds like he collapsed. Did he collapse or
1: not? Like he, uh, yes, sort of. He he stopped himself and then laid down on the track. How about that? Okay. So his buddy went and got him. We put him on like a uh, um, like an inhaler for a couple th- for a couple things, and I said, "Look, don't don't do this." I'm like, "You you don't need to run this last event," and he looked at mm. me. And he's like, Dad, I want to qualify. I want to go to. I want to go to nationals. And I said, but, I said, you you just we had an argument. And he looked at me. He's like, I want to do this. And I go, Okay. I said, You do it. And sure enough, his relay his relay team uh, team came in. They silvered, mm-hmm. and they're going to nationals. So he's in, he's in the junior Olympics, the national junior Olympics. How did he
2: do on the one where he fell like or collapsed? He after? didn't. He
1: didn't qualify. He didn't – it was – he was probably – his times were basically 8 to 10 seconds off for the entire weekend except his last, last event. Okay. um, Where he's actually in the ballpark of where he should be running. So, as I was talking – you know, Karen and I are going back and forth on the phone, and she's like, you know, you should pull him, you you know, this, that, and the other thing. I talked to my brother last night. His kid was – did track forever through college and everything like that, ran D1. And he's like, you should have pulled him. You shouldn't have done that. And I'm – you know, and this is where – this is where it was where – I was there, and I'm like, I I don't know, I don't know. I, I'm still confused about whether I made the right decision or not. Right. You know, and I I tried my best. Mm-hmm. I mean, if I'm going to be just dead nuts honest, I tried to make the best
2: decision. But and, you also and want let him to be pissed at you,
1: huh? Well, you no. Me like pissed at you. No, the way the way I feel is all right. You you're getting to the point where you're an adult. Mm-hmm. Yes, I still need to guide you and all that sort of crap, but. You, you should have a logical thinking head on your shoulders at 17. Because if you don't, then we got a whole new set of problems. You know? You don't agree? That's fine. Okay. I mean, you know, but that's the way I thought about it. And as we battled back and forth and everything like that, but this kid was just dead determined to run that last race and get qualified for nationals, which he did. So, like, he I think it was more for him. He proved to himself that he was worthy of going to this thing. And on the way home, I said, listen, dude, you're fighting bronchitis and you silvered. If you haven't proven everything to yourself now, you're never going to prove squat. Mm-hmm. But, you know, did, did I make the right decision or did I not make the right decision? I, I don't know. I mean, you you would have pulled him, you said.
2: I don't know. I mean, like, I grew up with a, you know, I think it's just also, like, about the competitive nature of, like, you're a very competitive person. And so, like, I see that. You obviously, like, want him to compete and want him to be successful and do well. I know for a fact, growing up in the household that I did, there's no shot my dad would have pulled me. I mean, I can remember so many times playing sports, being sick as a dog. Right. And it just being like, sorry, that's the way. Suck on this hollows and enjoy. You're fine. Right. Um, then
1: again, we grew up in a time of sports where if you could be bleeding out of your eyes, your coach you would put dirt played. in it. Yeah. So, uh, all right. 855-400-9475. I call or text. Um, I mean... Was that the right decision? Or, or, should, have I, or should I have pulled him? I, I don't know. I mean, I really tried to, in the moment, go, what the hell should I do? Mm-hmm. And and here's the other thing. I Yes, I know I'm supposed to still guide him at 17 years old, and he's still a yeah. kid and all that. So, and I'm, I'm his parent. Yes. I get I'm his parent. But he should be able to come to a, uh, I don't know, he should have some sense in his head. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like because I told him, I said, if your body's telling you no, then stop. Like how did yeah, how do you feel? So mm-hmm. I would I would love to hear people's opinions on this one. Cause again, Karen Karen was not a big fan of my decision. She understood it, but she wasn't a big fan of it. My brother, <laughs> he goes, nope. He goes, I I would have pulled him. He goes, You could have risked something real big right there. So I, I don't know. 855 <laughs> 400 947 is right? Yeah, it's tough. But That's plus really the fact tough. all right. plus the fact I'm there. <laughs> You know, I'm there and he's he's wanting to walk out onto that track and run. Right. So what it are you gonna do? Calls on you. All right, so call yeah. or text eight five five four hundred-nine four seven five. I mean, parent has any parent ever been in that position? You gotta make the judgment call. So I, w- I would just love to hear it. Call or text eight five five four hundred-nine four seven five. It's Tim and Chelsea, New Country One O three one.
0: You're listening to Tim and Chelsea on New Country One O three one.
1: And I will tell you the deciding factor. Of me not pulling Jonah from yesterday's four by four, the last event that he really wanted to run in, is because the look of determination on this kid's face, saying, "I've got this, Dad. I want to run this to qualify." Right. And I just, at that point, there was something inside me that just went, "All right, man, this is all you." And yes, he was. Reco- he's still recovering from bronchitis. Uh, his team silvered.
2: Which is amazing. Which
1: was amazing, and they are now heading to Nationals in Des Moines. Um, so, you know, I was going back and forth and stuff. You know, do, as a parent, did you make the right decision? 17 years old, you know, it's not like they can't voice their own opinions also. right, Or they
2: know how they feel.
1: And, and to me, in my corner of the world, they should be voicing their opinions. Because if you're not voicing your opinion at 17, there's a whole new set of problems that we need to address down the road cuz you're not you're not saying anything. So 855 400 9475 let him run, didn't pull him. He's okay right now. Did I make the right decision? Sean, what about you?
2: I right. I think you made the right decision cuz Jonah is chasing his dream and you gotta make that choice on his own. All right. All right. I, I,
1: yeah, I I made him let I made him yes, I made him let him make his choice on his own. However, if I think it was a really stupid decision, I would have been like, no, that's not the right choice. But, yes, I did make him let make his choice.
2: Yeah, I hear you. But I just hope, he, I hope he's okay and everything is good. So. Yeah, he's yeah. fine.
1: He's fine today. He's fine. So, thanks, Sean. Have a good one. All right, buddy. Later. Me too. Be good. Bye-bye.
2: All right. Text coming in on the text line. Uh, Mary said, first of all, you can't go back. So, what could have been doesn't really matter at this point. But, secondly, we don't get an instruction book with our kids. Think you made the right choice. My son played baseball. He was a pitcher. He played for months with a serious injury to his elbow, and we didn't even know about it, but he was competitive and pushed through. Um, for our children, it hurts them more sometimes to be on the sideline.
1: That's a good point. And you know what? The takeaway here is, wish did kids come with an instruction manual? That would have made things would've a made lot so simpler.
2: simpler. Um, let's see. Carla said, yeah, same thing. The steps to adulting are always a challenge. Letting our children make these hard choices are the first steps to that metamorphosis as well. It's not always easy to step aside and let them make them. Um, but you just have to have faith, faith that that was, you know. Yeah, and that I
1: guess, I guess that's where and Karen was too. I mean, we were at that crossroads, going, "All right, we're we're looking at him. We know what's what, you know. But he really, you know, where does his opinion come in? Right. Like, how much of a vote does he have before Voices we veto have. it?
2: Uh, Sandy texted in. sorry, Tim. They don't think logically at that age. I don't think you should have let him race at all. Hard call, though, with him really wanting to run.
1: But my brother's opinion, almost verbatim. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. He's like, you, he goes, you should have pulled him. He goes, he goes, here's the deal, because you have no idea what could cause permanent damage at any one given moment. And he goes, he goes, I would have pulled him. And he goes, I understand what you're thinking, but he yeah. goes, I just would have pulled him.
2: Uh, another text came in. My five-year-old ran a 102 fever all day on Saturday. Still wanted to go race dirt bikes the next day. Um we didn't fight. Was we was still running a fever. It broke out. You know, fever, rash, everything. Still took home second place. I'll never hold him back if that's what he wants to do. Seriously, this sounds like Caden. Caden? <laughs>
1: well, yeah. That, here, yeah. Let me ask you that. Has Caden ever, like, I mean, he plays lacrosse and he does motocross. I mean, has he ever been injured and still went and competed?
2: Ironically enough, um, last week, two weeks ago now it's been, he was on full antibiotics for bronchitis too, and. <laughs> Wait, you're just bringing this up now? It's not about me. It's about you. It always doesn't have to be about me. It's bronchitis. Um, but he did. Caden had like the remnants of bronchitis a couple weeks ago. He finished um all of his medication, everything like that. Um, and he went in road, like a couple days after he'd gotten done. You know, and I was like, well, how, you know, how does it feel? Like, how did it feel? And he was like. Oh yeah, it felt like a little oh, yeah. ru- a little rough at first, plus the fact that you're sucking in dirt <laughs> while you're riding. Yep. <laughs> uh, but he was he was fine.
1: It, it was weird because Jonah Jonah, you know, told me afterwards he's like he goes that was that he goes that was pain. He goes that was pain. He goes cuz you couldn't it couldn't you couldn't actually get to the point where you were sucking wind cuz you couldn't do anything. Yeah. And he goes he goes at one point he goes it, it felt like I was drowning. And I'm like Oh my god! And I go, well, that's where you probably should have called it. He's like, well, then I finished the four hundred. It was his last race, and he's. I like,
2: felt like I was drowning. That was his
1: analogy. Okay. Again, I don't this, hear this until this, after the race. This might
2: have done some damage then.
1: <laughs> no, he's he's fine now. Just go hook up. I mean, don't give me that. He's fine. He can breathe. <laughs> I think. I didn't check on him before I left for work, though. And
0: now Tim and Chelsea present... Another unusual arrest here in Florida.
2: Where did this Florida man come from? Florida man. This
0: is a man from Florida on New Country 1031 A four-pack to Universal Resort
1: Orlando. Yes, we have them because it's summer and that's where you need to be. God, I love Universal. 855-400-9475. What is your favorite part of Universal? Oh, my God. Are you serious?
2: You can only name one. One. Universal Studios or Islands of Adventure? Either. Okay. I think my favorite part, just because it's still there. Right. And I've ridden this ride so many times, and I think it's the most underrated ride at Universal is The Mummy. Oh yeah, that was pretty good, yeah. I love the mummy. Just because it's been there for so long. Like I love I thought the Velocicoaster that you and I went on last summer was is the best roller coaster I've ever been on. It's so smooth. But there's something about the fact that like I've been going on the mummy since I was like a little girl and it's still there.
1: The uh And I
2: hope it doesn't leave. It's awesome.
1: The right. what is it, Gringotts Bank? Yeah. Oh, that was awesome.
2: The other one that I thought was amazing that we did together too was the Hagrid's motorbike one that replaced the oh, yeah. dragons. Yep. That was so unexpectedly an amazing roller coaster. Okay, Eight, I five, just go five, on and on.
1: 9475 nine, uh Four Passes Universal Resort Orlando. Just be the first person to tell us who is the name who is the man from Florida with these three stories. All
2: right. We have a man arrested for drunken disorderly conduct who was ironically enough drinking a beer called Florida Man.
1: Really? God, we should just give him that by default. By default. That's just amazing.
2: Next, we have an animal rights group that is asking a baseball team to change their name to something less, quote, meaty.
1: I know this story. Yes. You, I'm
2: sure you do. Oh, yeah. I can't say which one. We'll give you after you guess. And last but not least, we have uh, two individuals arrested after stealing a baby donkey from a farm.
1: What the hell did you do with a stolen baby you donkey? You cuddle it. It's a baby donkey. It's a baby. Don't exactly scream. Show me a baby donkey and, and and get the word cuddly. All right,
2: hold on.
1: 855 400 9475.
2: I mean, look at that. Let's see. You wouldn't cuddle that little thing? Oh my God. Who is the man from. I'd wear that thing in a baby, Bjorn.
0: <laughs> Who is the man from Florida? Too much. This is a man from Florida on New Country 1031.
1: Hi, New Country 1031. Who's this? This is Mandy. All right, Mandy. A man from Florida. We want to give you four passes to Universal Resort Orlando. Here are your stories.
2: We have a man arrested for drunken disorderly um, who was actually consuming a Florida man beer. I like him. An animal rights group asking a baseball team to change their name so it's less meaty. And a man and a young man actually arrested after stealing a baby donkey from a farm.
1: All right. Who do you think is the man from Florida? Uh Although all of them are pretty interesting, it's got to be the Florida man drinking
2: the Florida man beer. Florida man beer. Got to be. Absolutely. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it right is. Guys. It is. Yes. That's ours. We right, own hold him. on a second. Where's yes. the baby donkey? Baby donkey was in the UK. All right.
1: And, of course, you're talking about the baseball team, the Macon Bacon. Macon
2: Bacon. The right. Macon Bacon.
1: The Macon Bacon. <laughs> they want them to change their name because some advocacy group for it's bacon. It's offensive. It's offensive. It's
2: offensive to those those who cannot speak on behalf of bacon. And by the way,
1: the president of the Macon Bacon said, we will never consider changing the name of our team ever, period. I'm glad, would,
2: I'm glad Tim has
1: known so much about this story. I, I would have changed in a heartbeat. I would have gone, fine, we're not the bacon. We're the hams.
2: Macon hams.
1: <laughs> but that means you have four passes to Universal Resort Orlando. Congratulations. Awesome. Thank you so much. You're welcome, honey. Happy Monday. Hold on the line. And thank you so much for listening. Thank you. Have a good day. You
0: too. This is New Country 103.1 with Tim and Chelsea.
1: And this is why the earth is going to stop rotating on its axis at 1 p.m. this afternoon. Because Chelsea is physically going to enter a Target and go shopping. Big day. It is a big, big, day. big day. It is a big day well, for you. Well, you know what
2: happens when you're getting ready to go on a trip somewhere. You feel like you you freak out and you have to go to Target cuz there's things there.
1: The little the little things that you need. The things you
2: know you're going to need for the trip. Right. For example, I know that Vale could use a like a little restockment if you will, a restock on socks. Beau texted me this morning. Girlfriend needs socks. Okay. I got it. I will go to Target and I will walk in, and I will walk straight to the little girl's sock aisle, and I will buy the socks, and I will go right to the self-checkout and leave.
1: In what world?
2: Some <laughs> multiverse where one of those Spider-Mans are right. that you watch. <laughs> I don't know if it's the one where the Spider-Man's the cat This is. <laughs> or the toaster oven.
1: This sounds like an amazing world of impossibilities. <laughs>
2: Absolutely impossible. And if you have ever walked into a Target and bought one thing, I want to talk to you. I really do because you're the one person that exists on this planet. Because I've tried that before. Don't
1: you start out every Target run by going straight to Starbucks, getting a coffee, and then starting your shopping spree? Oh, yeah, I settle
2: in. Like, I I, I settle in. I go to Starbucks, I get a hot coffee because it's cold in Starbucks. I actually have a jacket on because I don't want to get cold and have to leave. Right? I don't want to have my trip cut short. So I make sure I even grab a juice. So what? Then I'm like, I'm I'm going to be
1: healthy. Why are you trying to sell the fact that you're going to go get socks and check out and leave? Why are, you, are you trying to convince yourself that that's what you're going to do? No, I just
2: thought I was being funny. Oh. <laughs> I really did. I was just like, look at me. I'm a funny girl. <laughs> Chelsea with the funnies on a Monday. Everybody thought you were injured.
1: Did she take a blow to the head? Does she think she's actually going to do okay, that? okay,
2: guys. I'm okay. No, oh I'm just God, more. i to sit down. I'm more completely self-aware that I know I will go in there and and buy Veil the socks. Mm-hmm. Which I could have totally done as a Target, you know, delivery or pickup. Which is what you typically do. Which is what I typically do. But I will say a couple of weeks ago, I went inside a Target and I was like. I missed this. I did. It felt like home. Okay. In fact, it it looked a lot like my home. I was like, I know these candles. I've been, I I (laughs) take a left. It's like my whole bathroom. All right. All right. What? So yeah, I'm going into a Target. Hmm. What do you need? Do you need something? No, 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 I'm thinking. I'm happy to buy something. What do you need? Um, Send me to an aisle. No, no, no. All right, here we go. 855 400
1: 9475. We are taking your calls and texts right now. Chelsea is going physically into a Target. All she needs is a set of girl socks. That's it. What are those? By what? Six bucks? I don't know. Well, no, sure. Let's call it $10. Sure. All right, Sounds $10. Bucks. So Chelsea has one item to buy for $10 today inside of Target. 855 400 9475. Call or text right now. How much do you think she'll actually spend by the time she leaves? Taking your bets or calls right now. 855 400. i my husband's
2: loving this segment.
1: 9475. She needs one thing for $10. How much do you think she's actually going to spend? I will start the bidding off. I think you drop 250 at Target today. How many socks did I buy? No, 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 no. This is not just socks. I think you are going to spend $250 at Target. Oh, I'm sorry. What did you say? I didn't you... argue at all. Oh, I'm not I, even arguing. I didn't hear a retort coming. I'm not arguing. All right, so
2: who's... Can I bet?
1: <laughs> no. Okay. So who's uh, who's in on this pool? 855-400-9475. She only has to buy one thing for $10. How much do you think she's actually going to spend? I'm kicking things off with $250. Who's next?
2: Somebody just texted and said, please make sure you wear a bra.
1: Yeah, and underwear, too, please. I mean, just, let's...
2: So this is going to be different than my last Target run, apparently. Let's, let's
1: just package all this correctly, okay?
0: <laughs> it's Tim and Chelsea on New Country 1031. Seriously, what is
1: the weirdest, oddest thing you have seen on the side of a highway? Not on the side of the street, got to be a highway.
2: Highway, highway, highway.
1: Call or text 855-400-9475. Oddest thing you've seen. So... Joan and I were driving back yesterday. Well, probably yesterday morning, 11:30 ish, somewhere, uh, somewhere there, from Miramar, and we saw on the other side of the road, uh, and this this is like south of the Hard Rock, on the other side of the road, a a plume of smoke, um, you know, right behind this pickup truck, and we're like, oh, well, there's a car fire, so let's get, um, you know, let's get ready. We'll call 911, make sure that they have it. And all that sort of stuff, and he goes, "Okay, fine." And so all of a sudden, we come up on uh, we come up on where the smoke is coming from. I am not kidding you. This guy, this pickup, has pulled off to the side of the shoulder, and behind his truck, he has one of those big industrial smokers, and he's cooking. Oh, I love it. I mean, I mean, but it wasn't like a pull off area. I mean, it was just a shoulder. And he had stopped his truck, and the smokers going, and he's out there with oh. the things, and he's like did, did turning you, the. Did turning you pull the, over and get some? Uh, we were going the other the other way. Oh,
2: you should turn back around.
1: But I mean, holy crap! <laughs> setting up shop.
2: There's nowhere to set up shop. That's the setting thing. Setting up shop. Where where are you gonna get your customer base from? Because he's in the shoulder, or he's on the shoulder. They pull over.
1: He's on the shoulder, but the, but it's not a. It's not like a very wide shoulder. I mean, especially down there, it's just that it's like a car width wide. And he's pulled over and this guy's doing the things, got his barbecue going, flipping the butts, maybe, you know, maybe mop saucing them a little bit. And I'm like, what? I mean, how do you stop? I mean, I've seen food trucks on the side of the road and I've seen all those things like on the side of a road. Not the side of the actual highway. Right.
2: I can, I can yeah. Okay. So that's a little odd. And and it's not
1: like it's not like he was in an area where like there was grass behind him or anything like that. It was it was the shoulder and then the jersey barriers and then into somebody's neighborhood with a big fence. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so like,
2: okay. So this is weird.
1: Yeah. Gotcha. <laughs> and he's out there like he's on his backyard. And it wasn't just it was a little I mean it was a huge Industrial strength Big cooker, smoker, cool. and I'm like, I, I don't. How do you get to that point where you go, Yeah, this is good enough. Pull it over.
2: <laughs> God, I am hungry. How about God, you? We, Famished.
1: I don't see any competition around here. All right, uh, so let's uh, let's just pull it over, set up shop. I think uh, I think we're good to go. You have text coming so already? So many text messages. All right, all
2: right. Honestly, they're putting your cooker to shame. Really? Like, your cooker is not even a thing anymore. Really? Yeah.
1: Oh, my God, because Jonah and I thought we were rolling up on a fire. And this guy's out there, like, you know, hug the chef apron on, and here we go, here we go, pulled pork. Give me two. Two texts.
2: <sighs> really? Okay. You asked for it. Tina texted and saying, driving down uh, Highway 27 to Lake Placid, had a horse pass us in a the ho- other lane.
1: A horse pass you? No
2: saddle, no rider.
1: Just running
2: around, just, free, free stallion. Just a free, just a free horse running next to us. Hey, look, there's a horse. There you go. I have a lot of questions on this particular text. Danny said, I've got one for you. I was driving down the turnpike, and I saw a car... With their flashers on, and I pulled over to check on them. And when I walked up to the door, there was a man sitting in the vehicle. Right. Hands on the steering wheel, perfectly straight up. No problem. The only problem was his head was sitting in the passenger side. Uh, I'm
1: so—what? Wh- what? Whoa, whoa. Whoa. way whoa. So, is he's, hes decapitated? Yeah.
2: Like, sending somebody a message. Oh my god. Danny, I'm like really freaked out by the story. I, I have to be honest. Holy this is crap! Absolutely horrible. He said he walked away and was got sick, of course, and then had to call the state troopers. Uh, wow. I think that and honestly, I think in ten years that might be the craziest text message I've ever received. And that was on the turnpike? I've ever received in here. Yeah. Because what Jonah and I saw. Are you okay? Because I feel like that's a lot to see as a human. I'd never be able to recover from that. I I, back to your barbecue,
1: Tim. That that was also on the turnpike. (laughs) I'm not taking the turnpike anymore. I-95. It is, and we are not going west. I I I could care less. I mean, we'll get 95. We'll hook a right. Who cares how far inland it is? (laughs) Wow. All right. I don't want to say this, but can anybody top that headless driver? I don't
2: feel like anybody can beat that. <laughs> oh god. I I thought
1: the guy out there with tongs <laughs> mopping his ribs was weird. But I gotta tell you, the did decapitated you, driver kind of takes it.
2: Did you see what the chef was cooking?
1: He had all sorts of meats on there. Minute, it was like it was, a, was definitely saying. a couple of uh Boston butts. Oh, so it was actual like, animals. Oh, yeah? Not a person. No, this guy was this guy yeah. was ready to go. Maybe he had... I just didn't know. Maybe he had some head cheese from that guy. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, that's awful. Hey, Bob, look what I found down at Mile Market 36. This guy's head is fresh as a daisy. This is aggressive. Let's season him up. Oh, my God. <laughs> and
2: we just had cannibalism on the show. A <laughs> fucking...
1: <A5. laughs> Listen, there's not a lot of morning shows making cannibalism jokes. Nope, that's right. 855. I mean, nothing brings the ha-has. We like. got it, Tim. Yep. <laughs> 855-400-9475. What the hell? The weirdest thing you've seen on the side of a highway. Caller text. It's New
0: Country. Back to Tim and Chelsea on New Country 1031. So
1: the weirdest thing you've seen on the side of a highway, not just some backcountry road, literally the highway. Joan and I were coming up uh, the turnpike on Sunday. Thought we saw what was like a, a car fire. Turns out, guy in his pickup truck just pulled off to the side of the shoulder. Not an open area, just the Jersey barrier and the fence behind him. He's out there working the smoker, having a little barbecue, just getting it ready. Just having a little cookout. Yeah, you know, I mean, it's the best place to really, I mean, you get the wind velocity of the turnpike, all that exhaust, it really lays that that layer of flavor on your meat. hmm um, so
2: yeah. This tastes like pass. My God, tangy.
1: Um so what was the weirdest thing you have seen on the side of the highway? We actually had uh, what I think is probably gonna be the victor of a guy who, who actually came upon a headless driver.
2: Headless body. Yeah, that was not what I've ever was expecting. Wasn't so, expecting that story. Right. Okay, so text coming in on the text line, and right. Doreen even said, um, not as good as the headless man, right? Because apparently, that's good. This competition is,
1: uh, he's it's you're gonna have to go far to beat that one. Uh,
2: but I did see a portable handicap toilet just sitting on the side of the highway, actually set up for someone to use. Well, that's nice.
1: Well, that's convenient. There you go. Not, not there's no covering around gross. it, just yeah, out gross. in the open.
2: Uh, Johnny said, back in the 90s, after Hurricane Andrew, I was working. Um, and there was a woman who was just casually walking down the street totally naked.
1: Just, uh, just naked. naked? Like naked, naked naked? Like naked nakedness. Wow. All right. <laughs> Talk about your sun pass. There you go.
2: Yeah, that's, that's all. Yeah. Ooh. Um,
1: <laughs> We're going pick those up by satellite. Oh,
2: this wasn't in the, on the side of the road, but in their vehicle, Joanne said, I bought a gardenia bush at Kmart and was driving home on 95. Oh, no. No, this is I'm not okay with this story. <laughs> I know what's going to happen Oh, yeah. Okay, here we go. Oh, damn it. A black gardener snake... Don't do the sounds. I'm going to take my headphones off. A black gardener snake came from the back seat to the passenger side. I freaked out and pulled over, opened all the car doors, and started running around <laughs> screaming. So apparently she was the crazy person on the side of the road. A pool guy pulled over along with a couple other cars. He was able to get the snake out with the big pool netting situation. Right. And he said I was the funniest thing he's ever seen on the highway.
1: So so she was actually the person calling herself in. Yep. Because she saw a snake.
2: Because she had a snake in her vehicle. Ugh. I swear to God, I hate <laughs> that sound so much. I actually just ripped my ear with my headphones off in them. Can, I gotta
1: ask you a follow up question. No. Yes, I'm going to. What would ever happen if you were the driver and you saw a snake come out of a plant that you just bought?
2: Oh, my car's on fire on the side of the road. Your friend <laughs> your friend can come smoke his barbecue on my car because I have literally <laughs> set it on fire. <laughs> come on over, Bob. Bring your brisket. You can do it right here on the caddy. Car's nice and hot. Oh, Let's my go. God. It should burn nicely. Find the hot part of the engine. Here you go. Just throw your ribs on there. Right. Slow roast.
1: Here we are. <laughs> Fantastic. You know what? Fair enough. It's the best.
0: It's the best. The, best. the best of you. Jim and
2: Chelsea. Listen live weekdays from 6 to 10 on New Country 1031.